Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. Hell, you got that right. At least. I, I did that correctly. <laughs> this time. Yes. Um, welcome to a bonus Halloween season, october episode of the podcast. That was with all of the enthusiasm of a coupon. Shut <laughs> your... I'm very you, excited to be here. You mentioned a tickle in your throat, and now all I'm doing is listening, like feeling and listening at my throat for a tickle, and I'm just like, God, please don't be there. So now, like, that dropped all of my pretense or like ability right. to like emote out. So I was just sitting there, like, "Welcome to please, please don't, don't tickle, please, please don't, don't die, tickle. please don't." Yes, yeah, just so everybody knows, here. I am still sick. My brain is a little Oops. bit more recovered this time around, so we should. A teensy, teensy bit, bit more. I did make a mistake while doing setup stuff. I do every time, <laughs> but not not too but big. This one. was a better. This was a better mistake to make than the previous, the previous one mistake made. I made. Where you just didn't say. Oh anything. yes, last time I didn't say anything. <laughs> you walked why. right past. This time I said zero <laughs> instead of Mark, uh, which was yes, fine. Which you'll understand if you've ever watched our pre-show for Outlaws and Old Ones, Yo. which we never talk about, but we do have a weekly yes. TRPG stream. It's horror. It's improvised. It's, you know. You know the. It's so it's wacky and fun and good and yeah. Jorge terrifies us when they can. It's amongst all of our links. You can find it. Exactly. Yes. Anyways, uh, today, do you have any mentions, Brian? I've been watching a shit ton of horror films oh, because I've been fuck. at home sick and you know, <laughs> and it's uh, it's October. I haven't watched anything yet. My, my the unfortunate part is this is coming out on Friday and. On Friday, my mention would be the new Hellraiser, but right because that's when it comes out, so I can't watch it right now. Um, so no, no mentions for me this for this episode. Okay, well I got some what I got some you? highlights. Um, since last time, because we talked, to, I talked about the Night House, which is yes. what we're talking about today, as you can tell by the title. Yes. Yeah, uh, but I also did watch American Mary, which is directed by the Soska Sisters. What the? Uh, oh yeah. shit. Uh, they have, I feel like, a reputation for being like very grotesque and stuff. But this was actually, yeah, I quite enjoyed this one. This was a Mister Cool for me. It's just like, uh, uh like lots of trigger warnings on it because it is okay. like, uh, it's the lead is Ginger from Ginger Snaps, and it's a uh, yo, and it's like yeah. a revenge movie. So that should tell you enough uh, going okay. into it. Um, for those of you who gotcha, don't know, gotcha. that will almost always mean sexual assault is like involves heavily yeah. included in the film. Uh, but I didn't feel that yeah. it was done in a necessarily like super exploitative okay. way. I mean, like there's clearly a lot of um, like concepts and thinking around gender and patriarchy and like it. I mean, it's the Soska sisters, you know. Like it's it's not yeah, it's not without comment, right? It's not mindless. Like, it does feel like it needed. Sort of stuff, it didn't yeah. maybe it didn't need to be that, but like it's it wasn't done for no reason, you know. It was it was not Exa- yeah, it was not that to makes exploit sense. it was, and okay. Uh, Rock but I thought, you know, I thought they were going to be making, I thought it was going to be like some shitty, like, BC horror movie, like, low quality cameras and, like, being overly grotesque for no reason. But I did not find it to be, I found their film, their, their uh, filmmaking is supposed to be quite, quite good, actually. And I'd, I'd recommend you watch this okay. one because this also has clearly heavily influenced by uh, Dead Ringers, which is very cool. Really? Yeah. Definitely. Oh wow! The fucking it's even better because the Sasha sisters are real twins. That's good. And they show up in the movie. 
Did they? I was gonna say, did they watch Dead Ringers and just go, "Holy that shit!" That was awesome. I, I mean, there's no way. At some point, because uh, the the lead in it is uh, aspiring surgeon, and at some point she does okay. wear like the okay. red scrubs from Dead Ringers. Oh fuck! Okay, then it yeah. was yeah. That's an absolute. Yeah. There's no um, way. No, bad. she gets into specifically uh, working with people who want body modifications and like, like all good characters but they look scary on screen because they have very intense body modifications so you're like wow it's it's cool it's cool uh i also so this was not like a trend Uh that i went on on my own okay it was that i was at home and shannon was at you've done trends before i know but this is not the one you want to go down you're going to understand why in a second because let me maybe you'll understand brian i did american mary the last house on the left and martyrs like in a row, basically. Who we? Uh, and it's because Shannon was okay. out of the house, and I'm like, I want to watch stuff, and I don't want Shannon to be mad at me for watching stuff without them. Like, what can I watch? Those are that I like. Good by yourself, right? Yeah. Um, they did a. They watched American Mary with me, and they did actually want to see the last okay. time left. They were not as squeamish as the stuff they were going to be about these concepts. Um, Hell yeah. So I still got in trouble, but uh, <laughs> last house on the left. Uh, it's. This is the West, West Craven. Craven original uh, the, one. The yeah, original yeah, one. 1972. Rather, rather. Uh, another okay. Mr. Cool. Very, very good movie. Okay. That one is like very, very intense. Trigger. Like the whole movie is yeah. just that kind of stuff. And I don't. Again, it does feel kind of necessary because this movie is like pushing very specific things. It's not so nuanced. You know, that movie was also made uh, essentially as part of a scheme, right? What was the scheme? They own so basically it, it was it was basically just to make something incredibly cheap that they could put out because their friend owned a local chain of theaters mm-hmm. and they were like hey do you want to make something for this chain and they were like sure and they put it out and they just marketed like they they did something where it wasn't supposed to actually be seen by anything it was supposed to be just be made as like whatever. And then it actually blew right. up. So they're like, this feels illegal. I, I, I'll yes, look it up. Yes. But Have you seen it? The movie? I've it is. I mean, yeah, like it's I'm a, I'm the, a, the whole. Th- I don't I don't really recommend anybody go see it unless you're like very, very deep into horror. Uh, yeah. And can handle this kind of stuff. Because, yeah, it, I mean, the whole it's it's basically just torture, torture porn with a little bit of revenge right. mixed in there, you know, but um. Some very interesting <laughs> stuff done. It's not. It's not like a nuanced conversation about gender or anything. No, of but, course. Uh, uh, definitely, like that. The point of the movie is how intense and grotesque it is, you know. But uh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, if if you're into that sort of thing, it it is it is quite good. Uh, Martyrs, of course, infamous for being like one of those you're recommended not to watch it, but people who have really like it. I found it a little bit underwhelming. Maybe it's because it's been hyped up for that's so just long. So hyped. Have you watched that one? Yeah. No, yeah, I that's haven't. another one where it is incredibly hyped. I mean, like any. I know the like results of it. Like I've seen images of it. I haven't uh, like, watched it. I didn't know anything it. about it going in really, except for that okay. it had like that notorious uh, uh, p- prestige, the notorious uh, infamy about it. Yes. Um, oh yeah, at least it's, it's, it's infamous. Yeah. 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 Um, but, I am 100% desensitized to these movies. So literally no amount yeah. of torture or anything makes me feel it's weird. It's going to do it, yeah. But I don't know. I didn't think it was that intense. And I didn't think... Uh, okay. I mean, it's certainly... Like, don't don't just go watch it unless you like that kind of stuff, you know? 
<laughs> but there, there, the other claim was that there was like you know something really good there waiting for you if you could stomach it. And I also found that I, uh-huh. I found that to be kind of lacking. And uh, that's um, true. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, like the the general theme and questions they were asking, and like the idea, I found to be somewhat adolescent. You know, uh, like. Like you get high with your friend and you're like, whoa, man, what if, what if this, I, I don't know. I just whoa. like, I was pretty underwhelmed by it in general. It's still yeah, good. Yeah, it is yeah. still a good, good movie, but I, I left it at probably just a, just a smiley face. Maybe, maybe push into Mr. Cool, but like, we'd have to talk about it. Okay. okay. Um, Which I don't, yeah. I mean like it's, go watch it. I wouldn't make you watch the last house on the left. I don't think there's any, there, is, there are interesting conversations to be had there, but. I don't know. Maybe maybe we uh, that one's tough. Maybe yeah. we can do. We gotta. If you're willing to watch we some might of need these, someone else yeah, on there. <laughs> we might need someone else on there with us for that. Yeah, one. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is we can do a little, um, uh, a little potpourri episode as the downtime calls them, uh, where we just jam like three really Jesus. intense films where it's just like <laughs> we don't need to sit there and talk all the gory details, you know, but just like real fast. Like, what do we? Dude, watching, I would, I would love so much if we finally got the attention of like real gore hounds and we went, hey, oops, and then we just put all of that, like, just three insanely like looked for yeah. episodes. It's just like they're one episode and five minutes on them. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to a hour and a half on fucking whatever. Yeah. I mean, I could probably talk full length about American Mary or Martyrs. Yeah. Last House on the Left. I don't have that much to say about it, even though I, I liked it more West than has a lot to Martyrs. say about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also today I watched the remake of Dawn of the Dead again. The uh, 2004. Yes, one? that movie still okay, slaps okay. and is one of the only good things that Zack Snyder ever made. Zack Snyder's yeah. Ever. Were you were you just smiling, being like you idiot? Zack Snyder made that. Uh, no, I no no I knew I knew that, and I knew it's the only good thing he yeah. made. <laughs> I did also um, originally off of a script from James. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know if he's. I think they finagled it, but he was like. He did one of the pass-throughs on that script, which is interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Um, some of the language didn't hold up, but uh, but for the most part, sure. I, I'm still Mr. Cool on that one. I also watched wow, Psycho okay. for the first time today. I just I just never got really? around to Psycho, you know? I just... Really? Sometimes these ones slip... That's what I've been doing this season. I've just been trying to grab ones that slip by me. I also watched The Mist. Gotcha, that gotcha. was another one that I watched. Oh, fuck um, yeah. I also found the ending of that one to be a little bit adolescent and it's in it like conceptually, um, which is what everybody talks about is like how good the ending is or I, I, what do you like? That's conceptually like I, the thing that they're doing, I'm like, this is, this is from like a teenage creative writing class. Like I can't, this is not good good enough. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no scathing. Jorge's hot take on the ending of the movie. Apparently, it's a quite quite a divisive ending. Apparently, I'm not the only one who thinks I so. Liked yeah. it. I like it. I'm 14, and this is deep, but I liked it. I right, care. yeah. I, yeah. Still like I like it. the rest of the movie a lot. Yeah. Um, and if It's it, Frank Darabont, who did... Um, yeah. Uh, who did, like, Shawshank and Green mm-hmm. Mile and shit Loves like that. Loves Stephen King. So, yeah. Yes, also with Stephen King. Another, it's him teaming up with Stephen yes. King again. Um, but Psycho holds the fuck up. That movie still. Yeah, oh, thank God! Thank God! Yeah. We were about to come to blows. No, for a no, second, I love when you because like, like you know how quick I am with an old timey movie where I'm like that's what I was gonna say. Boring. I was worried it's gonna be too slow. Uh, yeah, like, no. Sometimes like the really good old timey movies, like one of my favorite movies is still Casablanca. Like, 
When, Yo, because back then when they have nothing else besides to make the dialogue really fucking good, incredible. Yeah. Yes, and I mean you know like Dude, Hitchcock la- of course does like a lot of cinematography stuff that's yes. also wild. I was gonna say they, he keeps it going in different ways. The fact that Casablanca, I love Casablanca just because the last, literally the last five minutes of that movie are like all quotable yeah. lines. Like every single thing is just. Banger after is banger this a after skit? no, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, no, it's wild. Anyway. That... Yeah. You start watching that movie Casablanca, and it's just Ghost like Skull they just keep right, layering we'll things on, and you're like, God damn, yes. you've been doing a lot of really interesting things all at once. <laughs> Normally, like you cut Dude. away from one plot line, and you're like, No, I wanted to keep hanging out with that you one. You're like, Oh, else. you just gave me another killer. Like, I, I know it's not even my fucking national anthem. I pop hard for the La Marseille scene in the bar mm. when they're doing the dueling songs. Right. I fucking, I, every, a tear comes to my eye and I just want to stand up and fucking salute the French flag. It's We're going to have awesome. to do a anyway. uh, fucking. <laughs> yeah, but... We're going to have to find a way to sneak in these like side non horror episodes somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Those could be the. I like you going, we should do a potpourri episode with some of the most violent. You know, notorious movies. We could do that with these movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's most mostly it. I feel like I am. Okay. Still, oh, I did watch actually it chapter one and two, but we're, but we're looking at making a those. big ass fucking big old <clears throat> it chapter one and two and original it, and I'm also brushing up on the book. So you the look book, out for yeah. that later late late this brushing month. up on the book is such it's, a I've, i'm going through it on audio that's a on audio book it's like 45 <laughs> hours long and i'm I was like gonna oh. say, it's like if you left it on for a weekend it would be like it's just ending when you have to go back to work yeah, yeah. so we'll we'll see I, I should be able to yeah. at least get through enough to recharge my memory on all of this stuff so okay, okay. Uh, but i got lots to say yeah, about expect it that so later. that's a lot that's a lot of that coming um Great. but we're not talking about any of those None of, even though we talked about multiple movies. Yeah, already. it's 17 minutes in. Uh, <laughs> but that's, that's, that's October. That's why we need two episodes a week. The Cause these are going to, these yeah. mentions are just going to keep pumping out. You know, we are crammed full folks. Yeah. It's going to be a lot, a lot coming your way. I'm watching a lot of classics <laughs> this, uh, this, this year. Also, if you Absolutely. have it, if you have shutter and you haven't Four checked months. it out, uh, Eli Roth's history of horror is up to three seasons and they do an amazing oh, job of covering like very yeah. good horror that you should know. Uh, there's also a new one called None of his movies, but judge a bunch. No of, season yeah. two. He starts talking about his, his movies. He starts, of course he Oh my God. What the fuck did me. he say? Um, <laughs> he said that, uh, Oh God, it was midsummer. Clearly, uh, I think it was Midsummer. Influ was influenced by, uh, obviously the, the the Wicker Man, yes, um, and fucking Cabin Fever. And like, you're out of your fucking. I think it was it was some unbelievably good movie like that, like Hereditary or Midsummer or I swear to God, like Get Out, like one of those. He said was partly partially influenced by by cabin fever, and I'm like, you're such an asshole, dude. There's no way any of those. I I'm gonna have to find it again so I can quote it correctly, but <laughs> it was definitely like Wicker Man. And Folks, cabin I fever. apologize for the continued silence there. 
I was literally flabbergasted yeah. by what was just said. I actually couldn't believe it. No. <laughs> so anyway, yes. Uh, so that that show, I'm and not then even dignifying that with a response. Also, a hundred greatest. 100 scariest movie moments i think something like that 101 scariest yeah something yeah like they, they started yeah, that. yeah also very very good pretty much the same the oh, same cool. deal. okay i i was gonna start one they also have um there's a movie we never covered but looks incredibly interesting the stop motion one called mad god oh which has like these yeah. very creative interesting things they have something called the ghoul log yeah which is it's a pumpkin it's like a pumpkin being carved yeah. in like a situation but it's like a yule yeah. log for christmas that you just put up for halloween so yeah if you are having a party or something you want something on for like an every hour everything that. in that looks so good except for they just put a goofy jack-o'-lantern in the middle and i'm like the rest <laughs> of it looks like cultish you know and like an altar yeah. and shit and you just put a jack-o'-lantern in there is that a fun little jack-o'-lantern? Uh, but also, it does remind me, lesser known, uh, there's a one-season show called The Core that they did where yes. uh, they have very famous horror people come on and they they go into like a certain topic and they cover how to do special effects for them and shit like that. And it's okay, very, very yeah. cool. I don't know why I didn't keep going. At the end of it, they also had uh, their movie curator picking out a bunch of good movies for that topic that they were talking about. Like that's where I learned about Jalo films, which I know now that I should have known about the whole time, but you know, whatever, as long as you You know, anyways, 20 minutes in, let's talk about what are we talking about today? The night house, the night house. Yes. You can. I thought you were. I thought you were pitching it up to me. I apologize. Uh, no, I was stalling for time because I did not remember. I just went through a lot of movies in my brain. Uh, you can catch. This is the gooey brain, folks. Yep. Jorge actually didn't remember I what did episode not. this was. You catch the Night House on HBO Max. If you need to check yes. again when you're listening to this episode way later, make sure you check thebloodystream.com. Slash movies slash three three five six. That is the ID for the Night House. I can. The URL for individual movies is by their ID, not by like any sort that of may, I mean, legible name. Um, I'm not saying I'm not We're suggesting not you should actually yet. go to that. Uh, you can go to the bloody you stream and search. search for the Night House 2021 yes. tagline: "The truth will surface." Any movie. That's a stupid tagline. Some things in this are stupid. Believe it or not. I don't. Th- the fact that the movie ends—that's the only stupid. <laughs> rating speaking of which brian what would you rate the night house i liked it um honestly i think the weakest part of this is some of the writing and sort of the plotting of certain things i think the direction of this like i think uh david bruckner who is also directing the new hellraiser movie um also directed a movie called the ritual which i really enjoyed is that the british one it's the like in Scandinavian. In the woods. Yeah, it's I don't know why I think it's British, but yes, I know what you're talking about. I think there's some British actors in it. The honestly. movie was pretty killer. Um, Over. Yeah, there's some good like stuff. A little like, overrated. If also, you ask direct- me, but pretty killer. A little overrated, what? if you ask me. People oh, yeah, went nuts exactly. on it. I'm like, it's just like a good solid. Like it's there's good. like a, there's like a monster in the woods. Like it's it's there's it's, a cool there's a cool, a cool monster. monster. It's not even that cool. Yeah. Come on, let's let's relax. Um, that full shot of it, I liked a lot. Um, like when it come comes up on like haunches or whatever, I was like, "There's a lot going on." Yeah, here it's that. like he also directed the segment Amateur Night on the movie VHS, Ooh. which is the one with the girl with the big eyes. That one? Yes. Oh my god, that is by far the best See? one in the entire VHS exactly. series. 
David That's Bruckner. The whole gimmick. Yeah, exactly. All um, right, Hellraiser so boy, let's do it. Do, does a good job here as well with the directing of yeah. this. Yes. Yeah, um, agreed. And also covered by a, like, literally carried for part of this because of the main actress, Rebecca Hall. So I would give this a Mr. Cool. Yeah. I liked this a lot, and I would definitely recommend this if to you people don't... who like moody, atmospheric shit. Yeah. If you don't know Rebecca Hall, I knew her as the scientist for Kong Island in in, God, in uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. You know what I realized? Yeah. I, re- I got confused the first time you mentioned this because I was like, wait a minute. I heard the scientist from, and I went, yep. And you said Kong's on. I'm like, that's weird. That's not what I remember her from Godzilla vs. Kong. And I went, oh, it's because she was also... The scientist woman in Iron Man 3 as well. Oh. <laughs> so I knew her as a completely separate scientist, scientist person. Ooh, she's listed in yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong 2 2024 filming. Yeah, thank oh God. Oh my God, why are they doing that? What? <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I loved Godzilla vs. Kong, but why are we doing V yes. Kong 2? Why? I mean, run it back. Why not Godzilla destroy all monsters? You know, there's so yeah. many good things we can. Why not Godzilla and Kong versus Godzilla like, and just... Kong versus Pacific Rim? Like, let's yeah, just. There... Oh my god! There's so many ways we're just gonna fight Kong again. There's so many different. They've things. decided they're friends. Uh, you know what? Let me not spoil. I mean, that's Think. Godzilla vs. Kong for you. You should go watch it. That's a Ghost Skull Alien. Go watch God. That's the, I mean, of course, that's a Ghost Skull Island. Yeah. Alien. Yeah. It's a Kong, <laughs> Kong it's a, it's a, it's a, Skull Ghost. Godzilla. Um, go- I hate everything. Jorge, what would you give the night out? I am also sitting at probably a Mr. Cool. Definitely, if you okay. were lower on it, it would have been like a conversation where maybe I could have been pulled down into Smiley. I yeah. don't think I could be topped up. Talked up into Ghost Skull Alien. Uh, this is this is a their sunglasses are firmly on yeah. there, but that and like that's yeah. it. They're not and it's moving. it's it's one of those ones where it's, some stuff is like so good and other stuff is just like what so so. You just you're just reminded about how often people make bad movies nowadays and like in the yeah. exact way in which they make them, you know. But this is not a bad it's movie. Why like, this is Mister Cool? Yeah, yeah, this is a good movie. Um, it's why I'm a smidge nervous. I'm generally still positive because the reviews that have come out seem to be like, yeah, I'm similar to things. this or they're like pretty good for the Hellraiser movie because it's the exact same writing and directing. Oh. Like, David Bruckner's directing, but the same two people who wrote this also wrote the new I didn't Hellraiser. know that. That's a... It kind of put a glower on that little shiny ray of sun. See, that's, I feel like I know exactly what it's going to be like now. Now I've, now I've heard everything yeah. I know to know exactly nervous, how... Yeah how good Hellraiser is going to be, which is going to be maybe pushing to Mr. Cool. I Definitely so. I the best so. Hellraiser sequel. Easy. Uh, of course. Except maybe two. But, uh... I, I don't even think of that as a Hellraiser sequel, to be honest. I just, I think of one and two as their right. own thing, and then the rest right. are Hellraiser sequels. Yeah, well, <laughs> but you're, I know it's what just you mean. This yeah. kind of writing is the kind where it's like people... I don't know what kind of people it is, but like there is a large number of people that will not notice it when they watch the movie, you know, and be like, this yeah. movie was so fucking good. And I yes. think it's maybe if you... They'll find no middle... Well, yeah, they yeah pe- people who realize. like look at it more artistically. And I'm not, not to say that that's like better, you know, to people who are like no. have studied narrative and cinema more like we'll notice certain things that then we can't get out of our own heads and then it's like is it does that mean that it was actually bad or is it just because we've become pretentious assholes we from just... too much reading <laughs> reading's always bad for you i don't know why we keep doing it 
It's why we don't. It's why the only thing we say is streaming isn't hard with a library yeah. card. We don't say reading it. We say reading. We don't talk about yeah. reading. There's no reason just, to just listen to an audiobook. Stupid. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> don't do that. Please go to your library. There's there's free go services like Canopy and, and Hoopla where you can get Jesus. free movies you can watch. So you don't have to read a there's fucking thing in your life. Exactly. I'm gonna keep flip flopping if we stay here. And you can spill. Can still support. Yes. It. Warnings right. for the night house. Mm. Um, discussions on suicide uh, are like yeah, suicide you know heavily I mean? like depression and suicide are are heavy topics in this. Yeah, no, suicide's a big, big yeah. looming shadow all over this entire. That's movie. the only thing. If you were, if you're worried about or have a trigger towards yeah. that, I would leave it. If alone that's that. anywhere near your mind, there are numbers that you can call, which we should have on. We should we should, we should find the reputable numbers and just put them put them up because we we get close enough to these topics. We should put them in the description just all the yes. time in general. Yes, I would generally support that. Yeah, yeah. I have struggled a lot with uh, depression and anxiety and all all the good ones. Uh, so I'm 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 here I'm for gonna, you. I understand. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave that at. Yep. yep. Same. <laughs> That's it. We are. We'll, we'll move on from. We there. are both experienced in that in that uh, you, realm. <laughs> realm is that realm? Realm. 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 Uh, yes. So my friend fucked me up one time and said realm. That was me. That was you. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no. That's why I'm getting it. <laughs> no. Because yeah. I sometimes will say realm if I'm not careful. I snuck. Up, I snuck up on myself. Yep. I. Yep. <laughs> Um, but yes, we would never make light of anything like that. So let us know you are not alone. Yes. Not let us know unless you really want. To. I mean, talk to somebody is the point. Please talk. Yes. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Anyways, we are so not prepared to do that. I apologize <laughs> immensely. I find I am putting. I find it's better finding, when it, we're 100 percent finding phone numbers and I'm putting yes. them in all of the descriptions we'll get now. For yeah, we'll, we'll get fuck those. That um, shit. Yes. But I think it's better when it's from the heart and honest and raw. It was, you know? Jay, yes. Anyways, should you watch this movie first? Um, this is a mystery film, largely. I would lean so towards So I would yes. say yes. I think it's a large yeah. part of... If you don't give a shit about... Like, if you just want to see it for the like little stuff, sure. But I would lean towards go watch yeah. it now. Now, I will say, like, the mystery is quality, but... Another part of the like the other main quality part of it is <laughs> is the uh, directing. I guess it is. Yeah, exactly. Like the cinematography and the the decisions on some of like the sound and the way and like not just the cinematography, but like the the what is it? Is it still cinematography when you're deciding how like the order of there's certain there's certain things that happen and it's, they feel a certain way specifically because of what parts of the scene they're filming and not not just the angles I mean okay. but like the way they do so I'll talk about it when we get to them okay um, okay but yes there yeah, are definitely I, reasons I, to I, watch yeah. this even when you know the the result of the mystery is my point precisely yeah it is a very nice looking movie in both general like aesthetically looking at a shot you go ooh that's nice but it's also like the the composition of shots is really well done and that sort of well again we'll talk to that in a second yeah pop that bitch cool. I'm sorry oh, I absolutely. probably should have said bitch that's my bad pop <laughs> that B open. that's what I've been saying more B um I <laughs> sorry there's a, a group of wrestlers who don't curse but they very they were talking about something and they just go they just go 
what do you have F in Stockholm syndrome up in this son of a B <laughs> and so every time I hear son of a the, yeah, the concept of pro wrestlers so that, that don't swear yeah. is don't very curse. funny yeah. <laughs> will refuse to curse yeah, it's very good um, we are sitting on that lovely disgusting mattress sitting in that room doing a sensual thumb circle I'm fucking that's it now to open the spoiler configuration you're gonna be in your head every time you say it now Yes. Are you, have you met me, Jorge? Yep. <laughs> so. Let that one little seed in there and it's just sprouting into an oak of anxiety. The night house. Um, yes. Think about the best, you, the best way this? to go over this one. It's actually a little tough. I think I'm just going to give a quick synopsis on the story so that you know, okay. so everybody knows where we're at when we're talking about things. But mostly I want to talk about individual moments. Like sometimes even just the way they look or feel. Um, so yeah, I think that works for me. Generally, the movie is about Rebecca Hall, who plays a character named Beth. Uh, it yes. starts out and she's coming home from her husband's funeral. Uh, we find out that he has committed suicide. Um, again, it's we're, we're just going to have to talk about that a lot in this episode, probably. Yes. Um, so just one general blanket trigger warning for hearing about it over the entire episode. There's literally no way to discuss this one without talking yeah. about it. So I don't want to have to say something every time. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so yes, her husband killed himself and it's one of those ones where she's starting to poke around and stuff that's left over from him and slowly unraveling some sort of secret about him. Yes. Uh, at first, it seems like it's just a that he's like been seeing other women behind her back, but we slowly start to see weird things. And uh, the it's obviously called the night house. You can see it from the trailer because it looks like he was building a, a mirror image of their house across the lake on the other side of the lake. Uh, yeah. And that's really what pulled me in, right? There's a mirror house across the lake, and she's like seeing visions of it. And there's other women that look a lot like yes. her, and this whole weird thing like that. If that sounds intriguing, last chance, go watch the movie because I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spoil it all right now, right right yeah. at, right at the top. We're getting the, the plot out of the way. Yes. Uh, so it turns out that no Beth has been being uh, pursued by a demon like her whole life, and her husband Owen had found out about this demon and then had been secretly doing a bunch of things to try to capture and keep the demon at bay because the demon started whispering to him every Was day telling to, him kill to kill Beth. her. Uh, so yes. he was doing all these things, including murdering women that look like Beth to try to keep the demon at bay because he loved Beth yes. so much. Uh, Beth finds all this out involving like undoing all of the trap spells that he had done on the night house, like the mirror house because it was to trap the demon and shit. Uh, and almost ends up... Well, he didn't get to finish building it. Uh, yeah. As the other part of that, in terms of building the trap, like he... Well, he left. Anyway. He, there was a there's a totem in there that was for keeping it away, and it seems for true. Yeah, she brought the totem back into grabbed. her own home. <laughs> she she touched he it also and moved it and held it. So part and... of so like all right, let's talk a little bit about how he. Let's let's get into the the plot then before we before we finish up on like with the cinematography stuff. Because uh, yeah, at this oh, I thought you were gonna finish the synopsis. I, well, it's I mean the, it basically ends with. Uh, she ends up having to fight the demon herself and almost kills herself, but her mm -hmm. friend snaps her out of it uh, just in time. Uh, and then the movie ends with no still real there, yeah. resolution about it. Uh, yeah. 
that might seem a little lackluster, but there's actually a lot more to talk about as to whether or not that is lackluster of an ending, um, since nothing is truly resolved. You just find out the <gasps> the the hell that she's in, you know. Um, that was that was a good sentence. What you just said. Uh, right. <laughs> so um, you got you have to what do you you have to tell me what you mean by word. that when we when we get into it. absolutely. Uh, bef- <laughs> but to get on to, to to finish up with some of the more like just direct physical stuff. Uh, okay. The, the night house, the reverse house that he builds. Um, that's one of the ways that he's confusing the demon. Right. He's built a mirror image of the house. Everything, including the numbers over the door, are in reverse. He's done it in yes. secret. That's where he he finds girls that look like Beth. He brings them there. He has them touch this totem that he got out mm-hmm. of a grimoire. Um, I think they refer to it as a totem. I think I'm gonna refer to it as an artifact. In it, in the thing that the book she finds discussing it, it is called a totem. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna call it an artifact because I actually That's I'm fine. not sure on the origins of the word totem, and I don't want to overuse it if it's artifact from... feels more neutral yes. uh, so let's do that yes for the record um what's one of the phrases we used to say uh there's a phrase using totem pole um okay i forget what it, an idiom there's a phrase using totem pole. yeah there's an idiom with totem pole that we don't even think Ooh. about oh like lower or higher on the totem pole gotcha which we yep. don't even think about and that's like that's yeah. incense you know we're, we're just like great. yeah Think about that indigenous okay. people. All that so try to get that, that one out. Sense. I try to avoid totem now when possible. If it's just used as like a spooky uki, you know. <laughs> I was gonna say unless it's an actual. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go with an artifact that works for me. Uh, but Owen has the women that he is seducing always touch the artifact first, as yes. we because we hear one of them talk about it before he kills mm-hmm. them. So it's clearly and that. That artifact is taken from Grimoire, where he was reading about how to like confuse demons and trap them. Uh, so that has something to do with the, the trapping of this demon or entity. Yeah, and it is in some way important for the the women that he's murdering to to touch it. So to me, it is very much like she's kind of safe until she goes and touches the totem. And like that's like I, what really unlocks it, right? And then she can be fully influenced oh, by it. She's clearly st- in terms of in terms of that. I get what you mean. What's interesting is though, the idea being it was around before anything. Yeah. the The time that it comes around because what happens is, uh, she tells a story that uh, at seventeen years old. She died for four minutes and she was resuscitated. Mm-hmm. You know, she was brought back to life. That's where the demon is from. Yes. It's the demon saw her in death and wanted her back. And that's what it's been doing now. This is sort of this thing. movie's so basically it, the best Final Destination sequel you'll ever see. <laughs> Even though I love Final Destination the movies. Quality Final Destination. <laughs> like I love Final Destination movies, but this is the best Final Destination. This is literally the plot of Final Destination, except it's, I mean, it's literally what happens in Final Destination and it's just covering a different See, part of it. You know, the thing is, the thing is in Final Destination, I think it's the, the other thing that always happens is they avoid death mm-hmm. when they were supposed to die. Yeah. And he, it comes in to finish the job. She actually, this is the perfect loophole for Final Destination. 
If you die and get resuscitated, you just go, oh, you did it. No, you're right, Death. That was it. Nah. Totally got And then it comes nah, back. Nah, they, they try everything in those movies. Do they try to do they that? Try, I'm pretty sure they try literally everything in those movies. And that it's always sense. that's that's always how they end <laughs> it. They no try good. a new thing. And they're like, we did it. And then just like, nah, you can't. I'll, you literally can't cheat me. I'm I will like, say. You can't cheat death. Like, it's a thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I will say, and this is spoilers for the Final Destination franchise, but I don't give a shit at this point. Um, <laughs> you, we're in the spoilers. That one's not for, for Get worrying out. about spoilers. My favorite is the latest one that they made, oh, or like one of the more recent ones they made, was... It, it, this is, like, I think the most recent one was, like, seven years ago. You know what I mean? Um, I think it was the Final Destination. But... Um, they made one where the characters go through everything and two of them get away fully. Mm. And they're like, oh, thank God. And they sit down. They're, they're going on a flight and they sit down on the flight. And then the events of the first yeah. Final Destination happen because that's the flight they're on. So they get they actually get killed. Like death finds its way yeah. based on the cheating of the death of the first Final Destination. I can't I, was like, That's I think you mentioned that to me before. I can't wait to see that. And I it's also so love death being like, God, finally got these fuckers. Wait, one, and then one, <laughs> two, three, four. Oh my God. Again. God damn Again. It. <laughs> which just. I just had to do this. <laughs> which just makes me think because these people will usually avoid it because somebody gets a premonition. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry we're just talking about Final Destination now. It's almost exactly. It's, uh, somebody yeah. gets a premonition, so it seems like if it you opened this if door. each one keeps opening, starting a kicking off a different one, and it seems like all a chain reaction from somewhere <laughs> way back in the day where somebody made a, some sort of deal where it's like, yes, we can save you, but that debt will need to be paid, and without it being Later. able to be paid, it just needs to keep going. Like it keeps going. It's like. They made a deal with like, no, I want two deaths eliminated from the record and death <laughs> refused to acknowledge it. So he keeps trying to get them done. But like, I guess God keeps being like, no, I struck those. Those you I you are too no. under. That is it. Like, <laughs> death keeps not wanting to operate in a deficit. Yeah. So it's just like, I told you to change your bottom line. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, the night. That's house. not what happens here. The night house. Yes. So that's, Ooh. which I do think is very cool. Is uh, they? I feel like they did have to work really hard to av- try to avoid the connection to Final Destination, which is known as very goofy movies now. Yes. Uh, but I, th- I extremely goofy move. I think it's very cool. Um, I I'm not super impressed with like so the a running thing through the movie is that her husband left a suicide note that said. Um, we're gonna have to get the, the right. wording is like needs to be. I got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it right here. I got it right here. Because word um, needs to be exact. Oh fuck! Come on, come on, where were you? Where were you? Night house. Shit. Suicide. No. Uh, you were right. There's nothing. Uh, there is nothing. Nothing is after you. You are safe now. Yes. I think that's right. So now that also is um. I'm also grabbing it just in case. Thank you. Because I have it right here. I always uh, fucking that shit up. Right there is nothing. Nothing is after you. Yep. Okay. Um, because Beth also talks about when she died for a second, she saw that there was nothing. And so forever she decided that there's nothing in the afterlife. Yeah. Um, Which is the same issue I have with people who say they saw something. 
when they die for a second, I'm like, your okay. your brain is literally shut off, and it's falling. And we can dream and literally make DMT in there. So yeah. I like, why do you think it is any different than like experiencing anything else from your brain, right? Totally. Unless you were dead, dead forever, dead, <laughs> you can't know, right? You can't for sure have experienced <laughs> it. Um, faith, of course, always being the the exception they can cut cut past any. Yeah, uh, I don't. That sounded sarcastic. I am a believer that if you have true faith, then you're it's all good. I'm I'm quite open to religion, and anyways, there's nothing. It's not like is I was just you. poning a bunch of people. Who- yes. So she had their whole relationship. He was the only one that she told about this, and he was like, "Nah, I think there's cool stuff after." They disagreed. Yeah, on that. it was the only thing they they disagreed on. And so his suicide note at first seems like you were right. There is nothing. Nothing is after you. Kind of seeming like. Like he agrees there's nothing in the afterlife and he maybe killed yeah. himself because she has a lot of depression issues already and that they maybe got to him who did not have exactly who was uh, neurotypical. Um, yeah. Now we find we come to find that this entity or demon is uh, starts being referred to as nothing. I think he refers yes. to himself as nothing. They refer yes. to themselves as nothing. I don't know that it, it has a gender. To it refers to itself yes. as nothing. Yeah. Um, so then when that, that changes meaning complete, completely, right? You were right. There is nothing, yeah. nothing, which in fact is what you. is after you. Um, yeah. He also says, that's not the whole suicide note. He says, you're he says you safe are safe now. now. You're safe now. Yeah, and yeah. the idea being, he thought if he killed himself, it wouldn't be yeah. able to get to her because it was trying to get him to kill yeah. her. Yeah, because I, I sense that he was he was truly alone in this and that he did he felt that it was because of him and did not originate with her was my thought that he thinks that like the demon would kind of possessed him and was trying to get to her yeah exactly and that by yes. killing himself the demon no longer Bingo. had a connection to her 100 not thinking about how it was connected to her and to started her. whispering to him just because he was the closest thing to her to get it exactly yeah regardless his schemes do work for keeping the demon at bay i'm gonna keep saying Absolutely. demon because uh, saying nothing would be confusing already Entity. right there. Yeah. Um, the demon. Works. Yeah. It's I fine. like demon. It, the, it, it's what this, what the, this, this. Oh, and I'll like, get to that in a second. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So he keeps it at bay until he's finally like the, the latest of his victims. He lets he go. Won't. And she says, yeah. he says something like, I don't know why it's not working anymore. And like, lets her go. It's losing effect. Yeah. yeah like it's losing its potency. It's learned. Basically the demon is figuring it out. Yeah. That it's just that, a reverse house across the lake. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Demons are fucking exactly. stupid sometimes. Demons are complete dorks. Uh, they suck. <laughs> so then he's like, I've literally tried everything. I'm just going to have to kill myself. Yep. And yeah, that's where she, upon finding all that out, is really when she confronts, ends up confronting the demon and ends up getting dragged through a mirror into his like demon mirror zone where she sees all like the. The women getting well, murdered. And- the dream part. It's it's weird because she's been having occurring continuously, like unaware that she's dreaming dreams. Yeah. Like she wakes up all of a sudden from events that seem to have been happening to her while she was awake. Um, we're purposely led, you know, confused in that way. Um, and yeah, at a certain point it goes through because she gets direct contact with it and it bonk, like it hits her in the head. I almost said bonked on the head. Um, the voice. It hits her. Bonk on the head. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
Smash, yeah, it smashes the mirror and she goes to the night house, yeah. the proverbial. The one she's visited already at this point. Um, there's ve- I love the creepy shit of the women, the souls of the women or yeah. whatever, hiding there. And just like in, oh, like one of them's hiding under the bed and just like spindly goes under it. I'm like, oh, like that's very creepy. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, no, she, she's in his weird little, it's like the actual night house, not just the physical reverse house across the lake. She's like in. Yeah. Because the physical reverse house across the lake is just bored. Like it's being, it's under construction. Yeah. It's not built. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, she like goes into the zone, like the, the pocket dimension that it yes. makes basically. Yeah, uh, where exactly. the, the demon currently is being held and does mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. It ends up out on the lake with him, them, it, and uh, <laughs> is Whoa. about to, to kill herself when her friend, who's been a good friend to her this whole time, like yes. comes and like gets her to, to stop. And Her friend is played by Sarah Goldberg, by the way, who is the place anyone would know her is she plays Sally from the hit show Barry. I just want to say, Barry's so good. <laughs> People really Barry's like Barry. such a fucking good show. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Anyway. Yes, so the... But she's the friend in it, and she's running out to save her. Yeah. Two things I want to talk about, with particularly Please. the plot. The the first, when they only show this for a moment when she's looking through grimoires, at, at the grimoires that Owen had specifically. It's yep. two mainly. One of them... On the first page at the bottom center, there's a sigil that you might have noticed. Uh, okay. And it might seem yeah, a little... Yeah, they kind of let... They hung on it for a little bit. For a tiny I mean, bit. Like, they, they, they were yeah, just exactly. panning past it and trying to yes. get you to think it was just like a publishing whatever. But it was, a, it was a demonic sigil, which may seem a little bit familiar because it is actually from the Lesser Key of Solomon... Uh, the Lesser Key okay. of Solomon is divided into five books. The first of which is the Ar- the Ars Goetia, which is uh, like a, just a catalog of 72 demons, each with their own okay. sigils. One of them being Payman, the like King Payman, the demon from Hereditary, which we'll be talking okay. about soon, later this month. Very soon. Um, so in that, in in Hereditary, the uh, the the sigil is like displayed prominently okay. multiple <laughs> multiple places you know gotcha uh, okay. and this one is just that little flash and like oops hello hereditary they also use a modified like a little bit more modernized yes. version of it this one they use the actual one from the book you can always tell because they were i mean it's it's an old-timey grimoire by you know nerds <laughs> who did that kind of stuff uh so these sigils are all like they're cool, but the way that they're drawn in the original book is like not with a computer, you know? It's like hand drawn, so they're not like perfectly sized, yeah. like ratio wise or anything like that. They're always kind of like you're not gonna have a perfectly straight line in those, you know? <laughs> and they always have a uh, a circle around them with the okay. letters of the name of the demon that they represent. So for oh. this one, they used um president came the the demon president uh there are many presidents and back then uh president did not refer to like leader of a country yet at all okay uh it only referred to a uh, presiding officer of a college or convocation like that's the only way that gotcha. president was okay. used so it was they were like okay it's a small time demon um it's came or i think i believe the letters around it are cameo 
but it's came. it's came or cameo oh. and it's a gaelic <laughs> rendering of the biblical cain as in like cain and oh. evil it's gotcha. that cain who gets you know sent to hell after he dies um and in demon form he's usually depicted as like a bird with a little sword and like a, <laughs> like a little belt <laughs> and he, a little belt he can a little belt uh, oh, I he's like a little, a little, little pilgrim belt. I'm coming for you. This, this picture that they have of him, he's got his little. I guess he's got a wing and also like a weird little foot arm thing that he's got like resting on his shoulder. You know, like when you when you rest your hand on your hip, on, on your hip. Sorry, not, not your shoulder. Um. <laughs> now, whereas hereditary, the the demon and like what it presided over, like what it meant and and okay. was like attached to, was incredibly like well-researched and involved in all the narrative. And yes. stuff like this. this just seems to be a name that they slapped down because uh, Kame is... Uh, How are you spelling Kame? Uh, on Wikipedia, they have it as C-A-I-M. Okay. Uh, but it comes Got in, it. The, in yep. the book and like the, the, the sigil, I believe it's oh, cameo. Oh, he is just a sassy little bird. He's just a sassy little bird. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> great, great president of hell, ruling over thirty legions of demons. Uh, no way! He's a good disputer. Gives men this the this guy uh, runs thirty <laughs> fucking things of hell. Uh, gives men the understanding of the voices of birds, bullocks, dogs, and other creatures, and of the noise of the waters too. And gives true answers answers concerning things to come. Okay. None of those. Not in no way, shape, or form is that brought up i've been like in the night house you could have just you could have just had a bunch of birds all over the place you know but i don't think i saw a single you bird just in that not movie. engaged in the premise you know what i mean like um you could have had nothing in relation to referencing anybody by name you could have just right. left it don't use vague. that sigil i mean the yeah, reason exactly. the reason That's that it. like like the the description of what he does you know like he's a good disputer like the, yeah like the reason that we're so far down the list of things that he could represent is because there's 72 <laughs> fucking demons in this book and president oh. is the bottom rank i'm pretty sure <laughs> like there is um here we go at the top we have the uh the four we have kings of hell okay uh, debatable exactly which ones are kings oftentimes there's like four cardinal kings of hell okay. like north south east west but it depends on the translation it's all over the place as I was telling Brian before, studying <laughs> this shit is studying this. demonology is unbelievably difficult. <laughs> uh, but yes, it's the kings of hell, dukes, uh, prince princes, including yes. one of my favorite, Prince Stolas, who's just like a little owl with a crown and really long legs. Dude, our our demons are just jokes yeah. to me now. Mar- like, Mar- seeing a little sassy bird with a fucking yeah. hand on its hip is I, I'm done with demons now. Marquises. <laughs> They hold no power uh, over me. Earls, knights, and then presidents. Literally below knights. Which, I, is just Fergus? Just Fergus is Fergus. a knight of hell? And he just seems to be a man on a horse. A man with a beard on a horse. Oh, my God. Uh, so Hey, demonology dudes. <laughs> figure it out, okay? <laughs> There's some cool demonology stuff, but it's like you got to kind of use... I'm going to go look at the Warhammer 40k demons now. I don't care about these no. anymore. <laughs> See, the thing is like real demonology can be cool, but it's like, yes. you know, like when I do the work for a movie, it's like <laughs> yes. that, you know? 
They're begging you to cover the weight of this. Yeah, it's like in, in uh, Demonology by King James, they describe uh, one of the forms Lucifer or demons come to you yeah. to make... It's usually Lucifer, I think. Comes to you to like okay. make deals and shit is as a, a, a white ape. I think like a small white ape. And that... Okay. That seems like innocuous enough, and you're like, yeah, that's kind of goofy. But I'm like, but look, look, think about what if you're like, it's old timey, right? And you're at home in your under sure. your covers, right? And out of and a, out of the shadows and the moonlight steps like a tiny white ape a little that is secretly I, honestly, the devil. Even you now, know, like, even now, I would be freaked out. Yeah, and it's you, you know what I mean. They're cool I, in like I, a different way. You I know? see it's not, the point. We're yeah. used to some. We're used to movies where they make things extremely intense. This is a little unbelievable. Real demonology is a little bit wild, more of a slow yeah. burn usually. Though it's really hard to argue okay. for for this for this president came because he's a little sassy bird. President came. If you're wondering, he's I like get, I get uh, specifically a thrush. If you know if you know your birds, okay. It's a little tiny blackbird. He's cute. Wearing he's cute. a belt. I'm gonna get a tattoo with a scabbard and a sword. <laughs> I'm considering getting unbelievable. There's a sigil for each one of these 72 demons, and I think I want to get all 72 sigils 72. tattooed. <laughs> Because I already have the one from Hereditary, and I might as well just go. You're going to die. When well, you that's get, the one thing. You're going to get that 72nd tattoo, and they're going to drag you bloop. straight down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pop right out of existence. That's the one thing. It's obviously he's like, well, look, what if it's true? But, like, what if it is? Oh. Um, they'll go sick. They'll go sick autograph book of us, dude. And then they go fucking yeah, grab. You're still going to get, <laughs> get tortured for the rest of your life. Go right back down. Yeah, the way they portray nothing in this is. Nothing being the demon or entity. Yes, the the demon came. Uh, I liked honestly. I liked the little gimmick they did, which was you saw it in like a face or shadow would kind of um, seem like it was in the background, and then looking upon closer inspection, both by the audience and like the camera, sort of staying there, it would you would look at it and go, oh, that looks like a man. And then it would, later in the movie, it just moves and looks at Rebecca Hall. Yes, those effects were very cool. That was great. I did notice on the first time, the first night, mm -hmm. when it's just the knock at the door, yeah. he's in the reflection of the door frame. In, there's a window in the door behind her that, you know how it creaks open? Yeah. She doesn't close it all the way, and it creaks open a little bit. When it fully creaks open... The shadow in the back with the light reflecting off it makes an outline right. of a guy. And then she walks and closes the door and it goes away. But, like, they did a little bit of... Him, they like, did some small stuff, which is there. very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I do want to get into some of, like, how well the movie did all this stuff afterwards. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of separate from, like, the, the plot of it. Right? Itself, yeah. So, um... Finishing up with it, really, the last thing I want to talk about is uh, the plot of the movie. It ends with <laughs> everything's been figured out. She stopped herself from killing herself this one time, but she now knows that the that nothing, the demon, is going to be with her for the rest. Is of, what's there? Yeah, uh, is going to continue being there with her, and that like the the night house did not work. And the movie ends right there. How do you feel about that as a satisfying ending? Um, it's honestly, so I have, I have, I have a couple of things with this ending on a, um, on a pure, like surface level. Yeah. I had no qualms with the ending. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, again, 
by the end of it, the whole nothing thing is very I'm 14 and this is deep yeah. sort of thing. Um, especially with the line where he goes, uh, Vondi Curtis Hall plays Mel, who is her neighbor, who has some more information that happens in this. Um, he goes, what is it? Nothing's there. And she goes, I know. They and start, that's where it they ends. They start doing and, that a lot. And I'm a, yeah, I was going to say, they start doing that. I'm like, you are so lucky this movie is over. Like, you are so lucky that David Bruckner went, I'm not going anywhere for, I'm not letting you put any more lines like this in here. Um, but it does do another thing with the shadow of the boat, like darkening a little bit as it ends to be like, yep, no, it's totally there. Um, on the surface level, I have no problem with it. I think it's actually a good ending because it's like kind of a, you're like, oh shit, that's so scary. When dealing with the metaphor and sort of larger saying of this film, I think it's actually incredibly fucked up and not a, like, good ending to tell people, to mm -hmm. be honest. Um, I, I... But please. It's yeah. funny because I'm, I'm catching everything you're saying, and I'm, I might actually feel completely in reverse about it. But please finish. Because you, oh. you're, you, you're, now, you're now talking about what it represents in, in like, metaphor, basically, and, like, yeah. how that... How the what the ending says to that effect, right? Well, because I mean, the weirdness of it is that nothing is, and it's kind of hard to explain. We'll we'll probably talk about this because I'm probably yep. not going to say it right. That's usually what ends up happening. Is Brian confidence? Sorry, it's no. It's what what confidence? I'm on a podcast every week. Remember, everyone, don't talk uh, yourselves <laughs> down like that. Like... Please do not talk. Don't do this. Um, the interesting thing is. I was taking it as nothing, the entity, being a sort of metaphor for, like, depression yeah. and death in a couple Absolutely. of ways. Like, yeah. it's, like, it's a multifaceted. It definitely means more than just yeah. one thing. Uh, what but, I, um, I, I, the, at least for those, a, yeah. I did a little bit of reading on it. And, like, a lot of people are saying, like, for depression. Very, like, yeah. Most... Obviously, yeah, it can be all sorts of stuff, but, like, depression being, like, the big one. Yeah. So, but that, like, real... So, that idea of, like, you conquered it once, but it's definitely still there. Mm -hmm. And and this is also, again, it's sort of the mix of the surface layer stuff and with the metaphor part of it. The implication that no matter what, because she's not some immortal, mm -hmm. that she's losing. No matter what. Yeah. When she dies, nothing gets her. Like, and it's hers forever. Like, she goes to that scary thing, and that's just what happens. Yeah. So, that part of it, in the metaphor context, was like, yikes, dude. Are you just saying, like, yeah, you beat it once, but it's gonna get you no matter what, and you're gonna lose to it. I'm like, that felt really, yeah. ugh, so check, to me. We'll check this that, out. But please. Check this out, right? Uh, first in the literally, <laughs> literally what's happening. Yes. Um, I'm not super happy with the ending because okay. it, with my narrative for whether it's a, like a, the ending's like a happy one or a sad one, yeah. I like some amount of real resolution and it, we just, we got to like the next stage in understanding, uh, and it just cuts off with them, with them saying. not making any concrete reference to what the future will be like or what what uh -huh. what has changed about the fact that she is now tormented by this thing what stops it from yeah. doing exactly what it did in the climax of the film immediately yeah two and like two two like, things like very specifically being like she does not make any sort of even like what like off comment about 
how like I guess I'll just have to keep fighting, you know, like anything like that. Yeah, right? like, no reference yeah. to it. And two, the tone of the movie, like the music and everything, is acting as if it has been defeated for good. Like, like the ending in I'd have an to attitude and like sure yeah, and like that, cinematography yeah. and like acting and everything is hopeful. Um, I found. I think the hug. See, I uh, I'm a little iffy on that because and maybe need to watch it again too. She ends. I know she ends it on a essentially negative note. Of I know, like she recognizes that it is there and it points out very specifically because the end shot is the boat, yeah. the empty boat floating with the shadow like starting to come into that clearer focus yeah. that it yeah, does yeah, yeah, when yeah. you realize the demon is there. It's kind so of I wavering it, in and out too. I took it as a bad as like an ominous sort of ending yeah but you're right in the fact that like when she gets out of when they pull her out of uh the water Mm -hmm. they're very positive yeah with what's going on like the friends hugging her it's like holy shit blah 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 um yeah so i don't know but you you were continuing about so that was your that's yeah that's that's the uh the literal interpretation and then the metaphorical one in which it does represent something like depression uh the one of the ideas that i had read about you know this isn't this isn't my thinking originally, but I, I have a tendency to agree with that. Like makes yeah. the ending go down a little bit smoother for me is that like really by that point, they're giving in fully into the metaphor. Right. And so we have to switch our thinking to like, now it's really about like, what does that mean? And it's not, yes, there's two perspectives, right? One is like, you can never beat this thing and it goes away. The other one is treating a real mental health issue with the respect that it deserves. And then it's, you're not going to do yes. one thing and just knock out depression forever. Right. It's, you're not going to be exactly, you aren't going to, yeah. And you so, can't just KO it by doing a spell. Yeah, or, the, know, the ending really the says end. like, I've figured out what this is. I've come to a deeper understanding with it. Yeah. And while it will continue to follow me the rest of my life, I now am much more capable of being able to now, handle now it. Now that I understand it, like, I can in fact, like take care of it like yeah and like um i'm now just thinking about this one's me uh yeah my husband who thought he could take care of it for me you know like that that ruined everything him stepping in and trying to think he could just make me happier you know happy safe from nothing and the realization that it didn't have and the realization that it didn't have a real out like a real solvable sort of outcome is what took that's what ended up taking his life is you don't have to take it that in the literal sense, yeah. but like the idea of he wasn't able to just solve it with one sort of problem. Right. Right. Or one sort of solution rather. Yeah. It kept coming. Back he started like still kind of operating the metaphor and the literal. You yeah, get like this is the uh, struggle with this. He literally, he like literally is hurting other people in his pursuit to just like make it go away instead of yeah. like yeah. proceeding calm, like, you know, like discussing with her and like, being open and communicative about yeah. what's happening. He goes straight to regard. serial killing without ever telling her that there's a demon, you know? Uh, it's it's wild. thinking, hey, I should tell my wife. Yeah. No, he was a bad man. He <laughs> he had some issues. He, had, he, he was working some things out. I don't like it when people say that, like, if, you know, if it didn't follow these exact parameters, it wasn't real love. Yeah. I'm like, no, he loved the shit out of her. He, he did so much that he's a serial. So much like, that he's willing to murder half a dozen and to a dozen women. That doesn't like, mean more. It means he's incredibly no. unstable. Exactly. And he has, also, he uh, loved yeah, her no. a lot. And those well, two the, led to four love serial led to, Exactly. Yeah. Um, sort of a volatile combination of uh, traits. What I found, so, what was so funny was, 
early on, the second I we were reading the books in like that second night that happens where she finds his like the, the grimoire, like a mm-hmm. couple of things. Um, there's a line that just says, "Don't listen to it. Try and trick it." Yeah. I immediately went cool. So the voice she's hearing is the demon, and Owen is super gone. Yep. Like yep. I and I me I immediately had it, and I and I went I went. Owen was doing something to try and help her, like to stop or whatever. And then it was just, you know, she popped open those papers so early in the movie. And I was like, I know the entire plot of this film. But what I loved was what was so funny for me was I doubted a bit of, like, I knew what was happening, but I like a little bit of doubt. Cause once he was like, I have these urges and I have, I'm like, Wait, were you also just a kid? Like, did you really just also have murderous intent in your eye? I'm like, no, 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 you didn't. But, like, it yeah. kept going and kept, like, pushing that. I'm like, am I getting gaslit by the movie into, like, he was not believing the real plot? I mean, he did on one of the smart things, which is never tell other people, like, exactly why you're doing stuff when Correct. they're not going to yes. believe you. So he was just telling everybody else that, yeah, I'm just trying to cheat on my wife, basically. <laughs> Uh, so that he could get away with the fact that he's serial killing. Yes. Because they're absolutely. not going to believe that there's a demon and shit, you know? Correct. Uh, but that's... Everything she we might. talked about is plot, really. And yes. in that, even though... Even just talking about the metaphor and stuff like that, I'm like, yes, we can make it work. It, it Once again, for me, it's a little juvenile, you know? It's like a little... Yeah. It's not even like necessarily clumsy. It's just like... Uh, like they like they specifically oh like the message is clear you just it's the message is just kind of like yeah it's just like why? i'm i'm not super impressed by it yeah you know like it's kind of like what somebody who's only watched like pure horror movies that are not also considered <laughs> good movies imagines that good movies talk about you know instead yes. of like yeah when you do like really good writing and you have these complicated characters and there's like an incredible amount of nuance to this and that. Like <laughs> when we talk about hereditary later this oh. month, you're going to hear like just that movie's a fucking drama film and you, you're, you're going to be able that to is- hear us talk about characters and narrative for hours. That mo- yeah. that probably going to be an unbelievably long episode. Uh, <laughs> well, Maria is probably going to be on it. So it's yeah. going to take the length of the film <laughs> again. So uh they're going for the record. So this one's just a little there's a word for it. Um uh like over the over, over the top oh. uh <laughs> I don't in know. In your face? In your face. Yeah, there's I feel like there's like, a better word for it, but I got uh, sick brain, so Okay. Uh yeah, it's just <laughs> like it's a little juvenile. I know, it's just a little little, yeah. little you could it could be it's a, a little overt, you know. And it's okay. and it's and it's messaging. Yes. Uh and I I would prefer a little bit more subtlety. I would, yeah. Well, it's, you want some more complexity to it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that the, too. That's, yeah. Exactly. You need some more layering going on in there. And I think the strength of the movie, I think a lot of the potential like complexities are in the visual narrative of things because... Um, that's what I want to get into yeah. next. Cause, uh, that's, that, and that's what, what I'm saying is like, if it was just for this message, the movie is, is a smiley face at, at best. Yeah. You know, because I think, you know what I'm realizing? If, if I read this script, it would be a smiley face. If you can talk about it, and you're very clearly simultaneously talking about both the metaphor and physically what's happening. Like when I was saying, yeah. um, and you know, him trying to help her ends up hurting other people. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, it was cringy to say that it felt cringy to say that, you know, like, like that's how, you know, like that it's not, it's too, it's too straightforward. Right. Uh, for this, for this, uh, movie really excels. Yes. Is in, in the visuals and how they, 
just did some of this stuff. So I, I wrote down a few of these. Um, Can I do something real quick? Yeah. Um, this movie, again, I liked this movie a lot. It was very good. I will say one thing. This movie has one sequence where it is... It's, it's, it, it's really good at going incredibly quiet and just making your shoulders go up to the bottom of your ears in terms of like tension. Like yeah. it's so it's sometimes just, it's just Rebecca Hall walking around. And you're like, Oh my fuck. Oh God. Like in the good way where you're like, no, 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 no. Like yeah. that sort of thing. They have a couple of jump scares, which are perfectly fine. In the middle of this movie, there is a sequence where I don't know if David Bruckner told or the audio engineer went, you know, uh, rogue on this. <laughs> there's a sequence where it's completely quiet and then in one moment there is a complete wall of sound that happens so loud and so suddenly i was listening on my headphones and i'm connected to a like right now i'm connected to yeah. a fucking uh gee i can't even remember what it's called but um it measures and registers like audio levels right i looked over i'd almost thrown my headphones off and i looked over and the monitors for the sound were all the way at the top. I was like, this is so loud. I, and then they do, then during that scene, they do multiple jump scares with the sound stingers on them. So I was like, oh, oh, like I was just getting a like comboed with trauma about it to the point that for the rest of the movie, not a lot of jump scares happen. I was do, I was holding my hand up to the screen and like fanning my headphones off of my ear because I was ready for yeah. more like audio AV assault. Thankfully, it didn't happen. But in the middle of this, there is some there's yeah. a fucked up thing where you're like, just watch out. I'm wondering if we're talking about the same part, which oh. I really liked. I I would say also. <laughs> so I listened to it on a TV. I didn't even dislike the scene. Yeah, it was just so la like. Well, I listened to it on TV with a sound bar, and I did okay. not have as many issues. So like, it's. That it's sense. really tough because like these movies have like they're mixed for a certain thing, yeah. right? And it's usually movie theaters, which is why it oftentimes sounds like dog shit everywhere else in <laughs> oh any God. way you could possibly <laughs> listen to it. You know, <laughs> usually it's things like yeah, like the extremes are too much in anyone. Yeah. And they they get it wrong all the time, and like you have to like mess with the audio the whole. It's movie. super quiet for dialogue, then it goes incredibly loud for sound. Like yeah. I found the mixing to be fine in this one. I did it not. Was good, yeah. I did not. Uh, experience one particularly loud moment i think i know what you're talking about because there were many sounds and i think is you and i have the same pair of headphones and they're known yeah. for being particularly good headphones that yeah. are very good at <laughs> capturing every the, level of sound i could hear the demon's voice like inside of my ear like that was really oh, good i don't even know if i remember a demon voice in that maybe i couldn't hear it or maybe we're talking no about not in scene. that scene sorry ah. sorry not in that scene later when it reveals itself yeah I heard everything crystal clear. I was like, ooh, this is really nice. That's the thing. Is like, uh, I, I believe yeah. our headphones are also good at keeping it like close to a base level. Like They're good for mixing yeah. specifically, so most things are the same level. Where it might have just uh, had it too loud, but it was Because it was like uh, on... It might not have seemed like as much uh, yeah. on the TV from certain things being lower... Certain like registers being lower volume and other ones higher as they try to do the best yeah, levels yeah, for exactly. a movie as opposed to mixing. Uh, that being said, one of my favorite things, uh, and normally I'm not about jump scares. Correct. 
but there is one that was a cacophony of sound uh when she's like <laughs> i don't remember the exact scene but it's one of the early ones and it's it's her waking up and yeah she wakes up to what feels like an earthquake i honestly so what ends up though so that's the scene i'm talking okay. about it's the friend has come over to help her yeah and she i actually really loved the visual of it because it was like they transitioned into the like, yeah it's when she has her, her head on her lap right yes and she's you can see her stroking her hair and then it comes up once and it never comes back and i was like Something's about to happen. Yeah, and her, and then, her head's on like a blanket that's on the friend's lap. <laughs> then it's just all sound. It's the the audio system and everything is turned all because it's been turning yeah. on the music and it's the song that they have in their wedding video. Um, it's been it turns it all the way up and like knocks it does like all of the sounds it's been doing at the same time, and it's just like holy fucking shit! Like it's it was brutal for me. Yeah. No. Uh. I really liked it because it, uh, yeah. yes, I mean, there's a bunch of sound coming at you from silence when you're expecting a yeah. jump scare, for sure. That's all That's all there, but that's not what, that what I enjoyed. I mean, it's like one, no, no, yeah. yes, her head is on the lap of her friend. There's a blanket between her head and the lap, and you can. it's like real close up on her, so you can the only see the up, blanket. Yeah. And so when the hand disappears and she wakes up, the friend is fucking gone. gone and you're not yeah you're looking right at the legs being like there's no way the friend the friend will still be here because i yeah. can see the legs but it cuts in such a way like it doesn't cut away and all of a sudden the blanket is just directly on the couch instead of a pair of legs and you're like i get how they did it's that clever, but how did yeah. they get me uh, yeah. yeah 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 exactly like, and it's very good shit everything is extremely loud and she's like and incredibly Im- close she's immediately jolting up to try to figure out what's going on and you're yeah. also like i'm in the middle of getting jump scared i need to find out what's going on as well <laughs> so you're trying to look but they keep cutting between things very quickly and at awkward angles yes. with very like huge sound and it's like daytime too and it's i have never experienced in a movie anything that was closer to the feeling of when you jolt awake and yeah. it's when she's jolting awake. So it's, I, it's a very good, it's disorienting. Like, I thought it was like masterful at capturing that, that feeling yes. of like when you wake up disoriented and you're afraid because you're, when you wake up and you're worried that something bad is currently happening in the yes. waking world that you're in. You Absolutely. I'm just cool. warning for headphone yes. watchers. <laughs> it's so loud. That's fair. Uh, also, I got I, I got fucked up because right near that, I think it's around that scene. I could be wrong. It's definitely after that. There's a part. Or no, it might have been right. But it might have been right before that, and then gone into that. One of the nighttime sequences, she does go towards. She sees the night house on the other side of the lake, mm-hmm. and she starts getting people running around outside. Yeah, she's like, "What the hell?" and for the first part of it, it's fine, but she gets to the edge of her of her house where there's like part of a cliff, and these two girls she sees run over to the side of the cliff and just jump off, and it's like, oh my god, they both get stingers to them, but it's not as bad. Then they cut back to Rebecca Hall and immediately hit you with another stinger because another girl runs right by her, and you're like, motherfucker, like leave me alone. <laughs> that last one I really <laughs> liked because you're again like, okay. The, it, 
the camera switches to Rebecca Hall and yes. you're like, cool. She's out in the field. She's far away from where anybody else can pop Nobody out of. Come and else. the girl literally, you watch her appear out of thin air <laughs> yeah. and you're like, God That's damn sick. it. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, that is exactly what I wanted yeah. you to do. If you're gonna, if you're gonna put me in it, because normally I hate being in nightmares in movies, because yes. I'm like, this is a waste of my fucking time. I'm here for narrative. Uh, and, the narrative is the nightmare. The yeah. nightmare is the narrative. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, so if you're gonna be in a nightmare, we better be doing some fucking nightmare shit. Don't in don't go nightmare. for a fake out. I better know I'm in a nightmare, and we better do some nightmare shit with it. <laughs> and we're and we're staying. Where's for Freddy? An extended period of time. I need Freddy out here. This is god um that's a good whatever uh um, yes yes uh the other now we've we've i don't know who started saying it first adopted. but we've adopted i i feel like you took on my yes uh yes yeah. so another I one could smell it i could yeah. smell I had, it on i you. had to do it one more time another one that i loved is she's in a nightmare very clearly and i think she's in she goes over to the night house and it's one of the first times yeah to the yeah to the to the reverse house and because she's you can call it the night house. yeah she well she's yeah it's definitely the night house because it's it's fully built but it's in reverse and she's from outside she's seen all of the random women inside the house doing various things and she sees mm-hmm. her her dead husband attack one of them and she goes for the front door and it's all in reverse, and she opens it up, and she sees herself sleeping on the couch, and it's definitely oh, sleeping from the fuck. one we just talked about on that same yeah. couch. And she looks over, and like the camera pans over to her, and she wakes up. Now we're in her perspective, uh, sitting up from the couch, and then the, the camera pans yeah. back over to the door that she was at, and it passes through a mirror. And it feels yeah. like one continuous shot. Like it passes over a mirror, not even like through it. It just pans Correct. past a mirror where we're seeing the the house mirrored, which means it's back in the normal orientation. Oh, yeah. And as it scans over, and then like and then it scans back to her, except now it's in the correct orientation. Yes. Which means that the couch, everything's like flipped, and you're very disoriented. It's it's really but, clever, actually. But they did it correct. Like you can feel that they got it right that it's not it's not Definitely. just needlessly disorienting like they it's def- the vibe it's exactly what they were looking you for. came oh, in yeah. and it was mirrored and it unmirrors when it passes when it pans over the mirror it unmirrors Whoa. and so you're just like oh my god where is everything yeah and i think that the uh the couch that she fell asleep on when she fell asleep on it the night before they were filming it from a different from angle. One, yes. So it seemed like it, it was, like it was on the other side of the camera, even though it was in the correct Absolutely. orientation. It's like, it's I was just, I was shit. just watching the, Oh, Oh, ew, ew, <laughs> ew, ew. Yeah. Um, it does make me very excited for the Hellraiser movie just cause like, that's some clever shit. Like, yeah. If he does anything you know I mean? like that, like that's, yeah. a, that's a fucking place to do it too. If there's any, something like that'd be great. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's truly it's just well done filmmaking there's one where we finally get the realization of the uh, of nothing the entity mm-hmm. in, like in a physical form when we see she goes into the basement to try the basement office to like find something and she's walking by in a hurry and we're we get again Bruckner does a very good thing of like associating without just focusing on but like putting things where they're supposed to be or like making you think about items even though they're not necessarily in focus there's a pillar that Mm -hmm. he very specifically draws by or uh pans 
Yeah, pans by. This is um, the last one I was going to talk about. While yeah. they're walking, and she it, it goes through, she stops, and we go back over it, and now we can see, because it slowed down and stopped, we can see that the, um, I forget what the so thing is the, called. The head the, of a pillar, I yeah. think. Uh, it's like, you know, in a pillar, the, the parts that- The detailing of that has yeah. been, looks like a man's outline. Yeah, the the top of the pillar when it's different, it's like why, whether it's iambic or 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 I fucking uh, know. man. I always say the names when we're out walking. Corinthian, Corinthian pillars. is one of them. Yes, uh, but like if you've ever seen one of those optical Doric, Ionic, and Corinthian. I always say iambic. <laughs> that's the. Fucking, I know that's a Shakespeare. Well, it's a type of yes. line. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> You realize, wait, I don't know what I'm talking about either. I need to get out, out of this immediately. I always just think of iambic pentameter. It's a type, yeah, it's a type of a uh, poetry meter. I'm Thank pretty sure God, that's what it's called. You said it. I, I thought you were also going to go. It's a type of. But have you ever seen those uh, optical illusions where it's like, is it a vase or is it two people about to kiss? That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> that's where exactly it's, what it is. It's the side of a white pillar against like a dark background, and so the, that outline looks like the uh, the profile of a human face, maybe, mm-hmm. or it just looks like no, it looks like a pillar at first. It looks like just it's a pillar. Pillory? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you're looking, you're like she's about to see some shit. You're looking in the background, but like that pillar's so far in the foreground that it's like you can't not see it, even though that's. Yeah. Not where your attention is at is the side of the pillar because you've never exactly. been taught to like pay attention to the side of a pillar. It's just it's the outline of something. The outline of something literally never shifts like that. So you're looking into the background, and because this is what makes up the background, it all of a sudden looks like a face turned to look at you, and yeah. you're like, "Wow, well, that looks cool!" Or or the to the side or whatever is, it is. You know, the thing about it is, it's purely on the side. And so it gives it basically gives the audience a chance to be freaked out before it happens, and then it turns to look at her, mm-hmm. and that's what like you know that's the big like actual freak out moment. But it gives you the chance to process the image before just doing the scare. Yeah. Like it lets you sit in that moment and realize like the horror of like oh my god, there's a per- oh my god, and then it goes. Like, yeah, and yeah. it's a uh, small sound stinger. Yes. Jump scare was... Fr- I I actually love jump scares when it's visual alone. Totally. The big That's thing... I, I, I eat that shit up. Yeah, I do not like... Yeah, like the like dead silent to super loud noise. Really it's loud, like... Yeah. yeah, you can scare me. What do you want? You can... You can surprise. Oh, no, it doesn't even I mean, happen anymore. I like... The, the, I think they, they expended they all of my... Down, they... Yeah. Well, no, I think I ran out of jump scares when I was watching The Conjuring in theaters. <laughs> oh, no. And then I had the rest of the movie to get through, and it was only jump scares. And I was I just had run out of them. I'm like, I simply think I'm, I'm done. I can't get them anymore. My heart like, refuses. Ever since there, it's been you. a lot easier. I think it's because I'd already expended all the energy I could being scared by that and then <laughs> i had the rest of the movie to just observe them and like really deconstruct them like like scientifically on, exper- like on an experiential <laughs> level right instead of just an academic level uh and now i'm like i'm uh, have a much easier time with them thank, you've transcended God. beyond the jump scare well there's two things it was that probably and then uh, also playing vr horror games because Yo, those no those will scare the piss out of me and so now i'm like if i'm not literally there what are we even talking cares, about? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, Those will make you die. Like, <laughs> I also 
side note, but I heard about an extreme haunted house, and I mean, you've heard of, you've heard about extreme haunted houses, right? Yes. Uh, well, like where they can like touch you and like yeah, you sign waivers and they can touch you. Uh, there's one. I would in, get in a fight so bad. Well, I, I you know I won't go into a normal haunted house. I was gonna say yeah. But there's an extreme one called McKamey Manor that is people are like in debates over whether it is like actually okay. It's some Whoa. guy built it in his backyard and uh it you, you have to give him like four cans of dog food to get in and people will like what? travel from out of country to come to it and it is like if you go online and watch videos of this it is literally like like pure torture porn like people are getting waterboarded they're getting like physically what tortured and going through this experience for like hours and once you sign everything and go in you cannot like you have to finish it you can't like no matter what you say you can't get out of it there's no safe word uh and so it's literally people just like screaming for it to please stop and so there's a lot of people saying like i i don't know if they pull them all the way out now but they've started pulling teeth too like they'll hold you down and start start yanking at your teeth yeah that's this no and you can see people like doing interviews about it and like there's like a bunch of videos on youtube about it and like the guy makes it sound I mean, they tell you that that's what's gonna happen you know going in and like wow. some of the people are that go there multiple times and they're like yeah I, like they go you know they're like extremists that go there to literally sure. test test them their merit as like whatever yeah, you know but but they like like people grab you and like you're only allowed to go into at a time they'll like lock you into a freezer for like an hour sometimes they'll pull teeth they'll cut off pieces of your hair drag you through things bang you right you like leave like bruised and cut up and shit uh yeah Y'all should look it up. Very interesting. I recommend maybe like heading over to TikTok where people are talking about it. Oh. Unless you're okay with seeing like very, I mean, like honestly, more intense than you see in most horror films, which I'm sure this is what, Wait, how this guy wants us to be talking about it. Um, Don't look yeah. this up. <laughs> I'm completely fascinated by it. Oh, Yeah. McKamey Manor bizarre. has attracted significant controversy, criticism, and media scrutiny. No shit. God damn! Oh my god! Yeah, I was I was watching. Um, the night house is not that extreme. No, folks. I was is watching it? it, and you know when they go through the house on Niebold Street, like yeah. it's a it's a fucking extreme haunted house, basically. And I'm like, this shit I saw McCamey <laughs> Manor is literally worse than what they're going through here in this fucking full horror movie that has the craziest arm like, bro- Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Not worse There's than that. Stuff happens. Come on. No, um, but like the scary yes. stuff that's happening. Yeah, literally, true. it seems scarier it's in, not in, bad, in this really real bad. life extreme haunted yeah. house, which I will never even get close to. I'm never <laughs> not gonna, on your life. I'm never gonna meet this guy. I don't want to be in the same fucking state as this man. I was gonna say I don't want to <laughs> anywhere I'm where I can somehow GPS like, track this dude and make sure he's never. If we in go, my area. I'm like taping up. Like if I get anywhere near them, taping up my hands. You're gonna get me to sign nothing by accident. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, I will sue, sue, sue. I will, I will do whatever it takes I, I to not end up there. Zero no consent. I am, I am verbally now saying I never, ever consent to go into any extreme haunted house of any kind we, yeah, or even say, normal haunted house. The Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm going to just say blanket. Any member of the yeah. Outlaws Network does not consent to deal with that fucked up fucker's fucking shit, dude. Yeah. No, I don't ever want to be scared no by way. real things coming at me in any way. It's too scary. I will stick to horror. Thank you. Good night. That's all I had on the, on the Night House, actually. 
It's there's there, okay. once once you get to that pillar head illusion, then they start yes. doing it's yeah. They you are then taught they do it multiple that, that, times. Well, you got, I think it works always, but it's, that first one is the big one, and I yes. I like the way they do it because they know like they're only gonna get you that one big time. They do it very well. They fully yeah. rely on the effectiveness of that. And it and it lands super good. Exactly, and now you've yeah. learned to look at that. So the rest of the time it is this carnival fun land of you're looking at outlines everywhere and they're exactly. pretty consistently turning into human shapes yeah. and it looks they, very, very cool. They're more eerie yeah. by that point. Like, yeah, you're just looking around and it's more like you just... Because it's a lot of scenes of Owen killing the women. It's, it's what you're yeah. seeing in this house is a lot of like Owen killing the women. So it's the realization of like, he was watching or like, you know, it's involved or like, yeah, that sort of like looming threat over Owen sort of thing. So it makes it just more like, Oh, like at some point she starts running, running away from it. And you can see the way that it's chasing her by the way that like the, yes. the shapes move in the outlines of things. There's and some, yeah, there's some, no, cool the rest things. of the time is not for scares. It's just awesome. Yeah. You know, it's just I like love, very cool vibes. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was, again, I was so triggered by the other, the previous like set of jump scares that, every interaction she has with it uh when it's invisible and it's walking around um i was nervous a jump scare was gonna happen and someone someone's face is gonna go bleh uh which is always the scary the jump scare i hate but um the, the invisible interactions is very scary to me are really good because like it's it's so they it has this it has a tension and kind of sensuality with her mm-hmm. because she believes it's owen so right. it's like her, that's her bringing that to it, but it has its own, like, it clearly wants her. I know it's a more nefarious purpose or whatever right. it is, but, like, it does have desire. So there's a scene it's in the another one bathroom. of those where you can, it's the metaphor and the literal happenings are in the Ex- same terminology. Exactly. Um, but that's a very, that's a very good scene. And the, again, I just gotta, I gotta uh, applaud the audio engineer on this because the deep, the nothing's voice is like, Ah, like it kind of like comes in and out in that sort of way. Yeah. But the crispness I got when he just goes, "No, I'm not Owen." I was like, "Oh, like I could feel it." Like the literal quality of the sound yeah. made my spine like got a chill up my spine. No, it, it was, was very so... well done. I think the sound yeah, was exactly. very good in this movie. Except maybe I, I, you got to watch it again without headphones so we can. And yes, I do want to like watch it on like soundbar. Yeah, yeah. Um. My conclusion with this is, uh, hey, David Bruckner, you get to make as many horror films as you want. Mm-hmm. Try different writers out and see what happens. That's so sad. To, it's mean. To banish the writers. Oh, I'm not. No, I don't even want to banish the writers. Because, again, they wrote. The story's fine. I don't even have a problem with the story. They should also write stuff. They should also yeah. keep writing. Well, we kind of said, like, the whole problem is the plot. Ex- but, so... It's not even necessarily the plot. It's sort of the writing, the way they wrote out the plot, because the idea of it is perfectly fine, in my opinion. Like I actually don't. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, you you did it a little bit more subtly and everything. Exact. That's really our issue. Is just how you put pen to paper. Fuck, man. Uh, (laughs) Get get us out of here. That was was my final. Maybe it's one of them. Maybe Rebecca Hall is uh, so good. Crushes all the time. There's a movie she has called Christine. It's not. The car. The car. Um, it looks like it's about a news reporter. I think it might be based on a real story. Uh, it looks fucking very fascinating, and I want to watch it anyway. Yeah, she's cool. 
Uh, yep, we gotta get going. So I want to thank Eyes of Historia for our wonderful theme song, Dead Walk. Melanie for running our Instagram. And you can find either Melanie or John from Eyes of Historia on various episodes. And you can find out which ones those are by going to thebloodystream.com and going to Podcast People where it'll list their episodes that they've been on. <laughs> Big shouts out to our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily. The how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. You can find them on getdowny.com. I almost had a hiccup. Or on social media at Downey Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y Siblings as in brother and sister. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bloody Stream Pod. And we will talk to you. Same bloody time. Same bloody channel.